Life support is nominal. The oxygen danger indicator level is yellow. Please remember that this is a non-smoking pirate ship. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to GameIndustry.com's The Gin Lounge. I'm John Breeden, your host for this episode of the show, and the Chief Lounge Lizard. Strap on your night vision goggles and hold on to your butts, because we're talking about Modern Warfare 2. So, Modern Warfare 2, the uh, sequel to Call of Duty's Modern Warfare game, which reinvented the series, it dropped yesterday. Um, Today is actually Veterans Day, so I thought it was appropriate to uh, talk about Modern Warfare 2. And we have two uh, professional video game shooters with us. We have Todd Hargosh and Kelly Adams. Uh, Both of them have been playing the game like crazy, trying to get it finished uh, so we could do a a podcast review of the game and also talk about some of the surprisingly controversial things that ended up uh, going into this title, Uh, things that I believe are going to be talked about uh, for a long time to come uh, in in the industry just as soon as people start uh, experiencing them. So, uh, Todd and Kelly, welcome to the show today. Thank you. And thanks for having me on. Oh, absolutely. Always always good to have you guys there. I just finished the uh, the single-player game uh, last night about 3 in the morning, so I am also prepared for today's show. I, I read. You're not the only one. <laughs> <laughs> I read the book. I'm ready for my report. Um, <laughs> but uh, I think it's, it's only fair that we mention to anybody who's listening out there that we are going to be talking about all aspects of the game, including some controversial levels uh, that uh, were in it. So there are spoilers, a lot of spoilers in this title. We're, we're not going to pull any punches. Um, even though we're recording this particular show on Veterans Day, which is the day after the game shipped, uh, the show won't actually run for about two weeks. So by the time you hear this, uh, it'll be about two weeks out uh, from the game launch. So between that... And if it takes this long for you to finish it, you obviously are not a gamer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess. Or or uh, you can't afford it because uh, I, Shella just wrote me last night over in England oh. and she was saying it was like ninety five dollars equivalent to get the game over there. It was, in, it was insane. She went wow. off about that too. Oh, I mean, well, I would too. I mean, you know, you can either. I have to thank Amazon with their new trade in program. That that enabled me to only pay four dollars for the game. <laughs> what did you, I love it? You had to trade in a bunch of stuff to get it. I traded in a Wolverine prototype and the Little King story. Oh well, I would and I would say got enough to get the game, and I've got twenty dollars credit on my Amazon account now because I pre-ordered it through them. I would say those three titles are worth Modern Warfare Two for sure. Oh yes, <laughs> oh yes. So well, I just wanted to warn the listeners: there are spoilers, so nobody write me and say, you told me that, you know, California sank into the ocean on level six, and I didn't want to know. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Well, don't complain about anything. Don't complain because I'm warning you that that's going to happen. All right, so now we're free to, we're free to discuss the, the game. So, Todd, bring us, bring us up to speed uh, where, where uh, Modern Warfare begins uh, as opposed uh, – Modern Warfare 2 begins following on to the, the first title. Well, basically Modern Warfare 2 takes place five years after the first game. Uh, you as everyone remembers, um, the uh, head of the ultranationalist movement, Imran Zakayev, was killed at the hands of Soap McTavish during a final uh, last-minute stand where, assumingly, all your crew has been killed, including Captain Price, or so we think. Uh, 
Five years have passed, and um, basically Zakayev appears to be treated as some sort of martyr. If you look at the opening, they show a video clip of a statue where it has listed as him as the uh, hero of, of the new Russia. Yeah, I have a problem with that because nowhere in the first game did he ever ride a horse. Nope. <laughs> well, they always sensationalize stuff like that That's for, for martyrs. True. If you look at the intro, I mean, they show a scene of him pointing the gun at Soap right before he gets killed. But um, basically what happened is since then um, – a new covert task force called Task Force 101 has been created by a General Shepard. 141. 141, same thing. Right. And um, one of the characters uh, that you play at the beginning is a Private Allen, who is uh, inducted into Task Force 141 to to locate the new the new leader of the ultranationalists, uh, Victor Makarov. Now that's where the that's pretty much where the game begins. You begin as that private. Uh, it it jumps around like most Call of, of Duty games where you play different people. Um, and this one that that's basically the first level. And the first level is uh, basically you're in a, I guess it's Iraq. Do you think, Todd? Or it's uh, Afghanistan. 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 Yeah, I didn't see the satellite image. I forget. It's somewhere with a desert. <laughs> and they're uh, they're training people and. This is basically the level that's in the front of most of the Call of Duty games where you have to run the obstacle course um, and get your feet, and then it assigns you a level. Uh, Todd, I wanted to ask you, how how did you, how well did you do on that obstacle course? Because I ran that thing. I thought I was doing really well, and they're like, okay, you're a regular troop. I'm like, what? I did really well. How good do you freaking have to be to get a higher higher rating? Well, to get veteran, you got to get at least under 30 seconds, did, were you- which, I fi- which I finally did. Last night, I ran several times because I wanted to try to get the, uh, the achievement for being 30 seconds, which I did. Okay. So basically, what you have to do is you have to be perfect in your aim. I found it a lot easier to carry two pistols with you. Oh, that's smart. I didn't think about that. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I start with the Desert Eagle, which unfortunately has a thing like a 12-round clip. Seven-round clip. It's small. Seven-round clip. Okay. And then uh, the uh, M9, I think it is. I can't remember the size of the clip on that it's one. It's pretty big. It's, it's like 12 or 15. It's like 15, yeah. And, well, basically, I had to do that. I had to make sure that I timed each shot perfectly, not move while shooting, switch weapons instead of reloading because switching weapons is much faster. Yeah, but you still can and run out of bullets. Oh, you know, that's the thing. I mean, right when I got to halfway point, I was able to empty my uh, Desert Eagle clip mm. and then switch over to my M9 because there, there's some targets you can be able to hit two at the same time, hoping to God you don't hit any civvy targets while you're at it. Right. And then you just got to run like, run like hell to get to the end. If you do it with like 35 seconds left over and have perfect accuracy and kill all the targets, you're going to get like a six-second bonus. Oh, okay. That's pretty cool. So end up with like 29 seconds, and then, then you'll be listed as a difficulty recommended veteran. You know you know what I did, Todd? I got a little frustrated. So <laughs> I ran through the course, and I left all the terrorists alone, and I killed all the civilians. <laughs> How bad penalty was that? It was, like, it was like, well, you have to kill one terrorist because the guy jumps in your way, and you have to knife him. You can't get through unless you do that. Right. But I killed – it was like it was the guy's just like, that's not quite good enough to be in our elite squad you're gonna have to go back and try again i'm like really i'm just killing really well now i killed all those little babies that popped up <laughs> so <laughs> I, th- I thought that was fun yeah. but i yeah trust me i was getting frustrated with it too <laughs> so okay well um so then you go to level two and level two is basically uh at, at, at this point, I was starting to think, you know, sort of the same old, same old. Uh, you're you're basically going through, and there's guys caught behind enemy lines, and you know, you have to go through a school and shoot a bunch of terrorists and stuff. And I, I didn't really see anything too special in the in that level. Did you, Todd? 
That's just a standard shoot-up. Usually when I play Call of Duty, the first few missions, all for some reason the U.S. Marines or Army Rangers in this case, all their missions are pretty straightforward. They're basically all-out assaults. Mm-hmm. That, that but, uh, makes sense. Even though it did lead to the major plot twist in the first game, hence the effing nuke, as I call it. Right, right. Well, then uh, – and then the, so. the next level where you're in um – uh, somewhere in Russia where it's real snowy and you have to climb. The, yeah, it's Kazakhstan. You have to climb the ice. That that was kind of neat. That that was neat, and I was I was impressed with that. I like how you use the heartbeat sensor. You can't see anything really, and you have to kind of move up to your enemies using the heartbeat sensor, or and, and kill them that way, or use the heartbeat sensor to avoid them. So I I thought that was kind of neat. Um, I didn't know how if I couldn't see three feet in front of my face, the sniper who was on Overwatch was hitting people for me from like um, half a mile back. Thermal. He had thermal. Oh, he had thermal and you didn't. Okay. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. That makes sense. So there, there we go. That cleared that up for me. That was pretty cool. And then you get to uh, the level which is called, uh, which I believe. I mean, if people, if people got out of shape and got completely bent out of shape because of a sort of sex scene in Mass Effect. I don't know what the heck they're going to do when when they realize <laughs> when, when this comes up because I think this totally flew under the radar. Nobody knew what was going to happen, and I, I believe it's probably the most controversial thing that I've ever seen in a video game in my life, and I've played a lot of video games. I mean... Well, what do you think about it? I mean, I, mean, I, I admit at first when I saw it, I mean, I dropped my controller in my mouth towards what the blank. <laughs> but then I realized, you know what? This is the same thing as Grand Theft Auto. And that's not even close to Grand Theft Auto. How- All right. I mean, while you're killing civilians and cops, big deal. I I, I don't know. Let, 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 let's let me let me describe the level for the pe- for the people that want to that want. To- I immensely enjoyed it. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll get to Ke- we'll get to that. We'll get to Kelly's reaction. But the level is basically you are that same private, and you know my lackluster shooting skills apparently got me onto this elite team, <laughs> and uh, they disguise you as a terrorist. And you're, you're, you're right. You're undercover, deep undercover CIA. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. you're supposed to. Your mission is basically to get on this terrorist's good side and basically stick with him and so forth. So the level starts. You're in an elevator with the with that terrorist and a bunch of other terrorists, and he basically says to you, "Don't speak any Russian." And you're like, "Okay." And we're all in. We're all decked out in the. In the you know bulletproof vest, and we've got machine guns and stuff. And I'm thinking, what are we going to rob a bank or something? What the heck's going on? And you step out, and you're in an airport, and there's people waiting at the security checkpoint, and you just start gunning everybody down, and people are <laughs> screaming and yelling, and you just walk through this airport and kill every single person that you run across, and you're basically participating in a terrorist attack. I mean, for the first minute, I didn't fire a shot. I was stunned. I, I don't know. I was I was pretty – I mean, given the climate these, these days, I, I think that that's in, incredible that that would get put into a game. That um, Todd, what do you think? Uh, pretty much the same thing. At first, when I, I delayed my shooting mm-hmm. – but I had what I call a big pussy moment from the Sopranos. Okay. When, they, when he was an informant for the mob, he um, supposed to take a or to kill someone. He waited till after the guy was dead before he shot him. Uh-huh. I did the same thing. I was shooting. I was shooting bodies. Uh-huh. <laughs> Shortly after, I was like, "Oh heck with it!" And I just started going off. Okay. See, I was. I, mean, I was. Sh- there's a new mean. It's a new mean to combat high. <laughs> I was shooting over their heads, and I, I blew up like the Burger Town sign and stuff. I, I tried to make it look good. But still, I mean, there. I mean, and there were some people that lived 
in my game because they were wounded and I didn't I didn't shoot them. You know, I let them oh, go. Forget them. <laughs> well, I just found out their misery. So, so Kelly, what did, what did you do when you saw that level? I went, oh joy! <laughs> I was like, just open up on everybody. And by gosh, if I saw somebody that was wounded and was crawling and still alive, and the other people would went, the other terrorists would went on past them, man, no, they were a goner because there's my knife just whooshing, and I was knifing people like crazy. <laughs> All right, we talked about this last night. And I swear, to God, she scared the daylights out of me at first. I was like, wait a minute, where's that one woman that's always in the in the airport you can, you always see her taking up all of the whiny one that wants to you know check in the baggage that doesn't fit you can't check you know or carry on what she needs to check in and stuff like where's that woman because i want to pop her <laughs> so uh so th- yeah that's that's interesting okay <laughs> yeah i mean i i told her remind me i will never get on her bad side again <laughs> i will never make fun of her favorite singer no matter what way I, way I think of her i will not make fun of some of the stuff she watches i will not say that b will be canceled after the first season <laughs> i mean i i just i was like you win i passed my tail on to you he's like whoa that was that was that was a pretty crazy level i mean but i i i believe that i mean there are there are people out there that don't like the game the video game industry and uh I think when people see that, I, I, I'm almost positive that it's going to become one of those con. I mean, you're going to see it on Fox News. You're going to mm-hmm. see, you're, yeah. you're going to see the pundits come out and go, "Oh, I can't believe that that this oh, this is look, it's in this video game. Now it's really yeah. going to happen. Kids are going to learn from this. It's going to be a training. Oh, would you just stick your thumb in your mouth and shut up? <laughs> so yeah, yeah well, just, that makes me so mad when I hear that. I was like, did you just realize? I mean, what you're going to see is there's going to be some kid who kills like 15 people in an airport, and when they when they roll his body over, he's going to have a copy of Modern Warfare 2 clutched mm-hmm. to him, and that'll be that'll be the death yeah. of the game industry. Yeah, that'll right be a nice there. little plant there. <laughs> well, the one thing that I thought was interesting was when, uh, when the game booted up, initially it asked you – it said, hey, there's controversial – um, stuff that you'll find upsetting in the game, do you want the option to skip it? And I believe they're talking about that particular level. I have to go back and, yeah. and see. They are because if you select no, you want to play it, and you pause the game on that mission, there will be a skip mission option. Okay, so the skip mission option comes up so you don't have to, you don't have to participate in the terrorist attack. Right. Okay. There is some combat in that level. It's not a complete massacre because the police actually do eventually get to the airport and fight you and stuff. And it, it's a pretty decent little firefight at the end of the level. But man, it's also challenging when you get on the higher levels because you got them willing riot shields. You had to use a grenade launcher to get them or flank them. Yeah. Yeah. Once you get to a hardened or veteran, it becomes quite a challenge. Yeah, those riot shields are pretty tough. I believe they're actually a little tougher in the game than they are in real life because um, some uh-huh. some of some of those machine guns and stuff with the armor piercing bullets oh, gosh, they yeah, they would go right through that that plexic yeah. shield so but on that last mission it really helped me out a lot <laughs> oh yeah the yeah there where you can get across the bridges and stuff yeah that's pretty mm-hmm. cool so anyway so that was pretty controversial and I'm, i mean i don't i don't know what the fallout is going to be on that this is you know day two to me to me the way i see it i mean it was a little more violent but it reminded me of the opening of die hard yeah same type of scenario the guys getting out of an elevator shooting frantically I mean, granted, nobody died in that film except for the president of like, Nagatomi Corporation like 10 minutes later to start off with. But I, mean, 
mean, the same scenario. I've noticed the whole game has been uh, using a lot of movie references. Well, yeah, but the, the difference, and I think this is what the, the controversial people are going to say, the difference is watching a Die Hard movie or any type of movie where you're observing people doing bad things and being put in the situation where you are asked to participate and do the bad things, I think that's that's a huge difference. Was it any different 20 years ago, though? I'm sure there were these people going off saying, oh, Die Hard's a violent movie. Um, I mean, you know, they're going off all these movies and uh, music. They just had to find a new scapegoat. No, I know, but I, I think, I mean, don't you see, Todd, that actually pretending to do this and actually being an active participate and doing what Kelly did and going around and knifing people is different than watching somebody else do it? it I don't see it being different. Okay. It, it is. It's more, it puts you more in the first person stance. Of you actually doing the deed and act in doing it, other than the observing it. Yeah, I mean, I, I just I think that's a point that's going to be brought up. I mean, I don't necessarily agree with it or disagree with it, but but I think that I think that people are going to bring it up. And and unlike the Mass Effect sex scene controversy, where I thought that was totally stupid, I actually but that's still have yet to see. <laughs> well, Todd, you got, you got to have social skills, man. You got to get to that point where the girl's gonna gonna like you. Got to get some game. <laughs> yeah. Just have to be nice to people. It's not you don't need that much game. She's like, I want to talk about my family, and you basically just have to say yes and sit there for a half hour. There you go, and then you get your treat. <laughs> Again, like real life. But anyway, um, no, I I think that the, this time I think people might have a point, and I think that uh, I mean I I can sympathize with them more than that. I, I thought that was that controversy was silly, and but this if it becomes a controversy. The people have a little bit more of a point. I mean, I love the level. I loved and I love the game, and I would say it was definitely a five gen game for sure. But I think that that controversy, yeah, they may have stepped over the line. I don't, I don't know. We'll have to see how it shakes out. But uh, there were other levels that were really good in the game. It, it wasn't all. I mean, that was one small level basically in in the grander scheme. Uh, that I've already replayed. <laughs> I am gonna go back. Here, I am. I am gonna go back and replay it and and actually try to kill people just to see what that's like. Um, yeah. Just, 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 just remember, no Russian. Yeah, no Russian. Don't speak any. As, actually, that's become a joke between me and Kelly now. <laughs> no Russian. If we say there's somebody we don't like, we just always respond by saying, "Remember, no Russian." No Russian. <laughs> that's awesome. I was actually more impressed with some of the some of the levels that actually show some of the stuff that the military really does, like the SEAL mission where you launch from the submarine. I thought that was mm-hmm. fantastic. And I'll tell you on that. Um, I never enjoyed doing a breach and clear as much as I had in that game. That breaching breaching clear was so much fun. That was great. I mean, you start out the level, you're in pitch you, you see like the wireframe sub in your briefing, so you know you're on a submarine. You're in pitch darkness in the little like airlock thing, and then the door opens and it's just this brilliant blue. It looks great in ten eighty P by the way. <laughs> and uh and you kind of float out, you're you're like on a steerable torpedo which is probably some sort of real seal vehicle and uh you're holding on and then there's another sub you go by the dallas and they launch a second team and you're just you're just float and it's it's really cool they're like waving at each other from the it was i thought it was awesome so that that made me want to go join up <laughs> yeah and like i said it felt to me like a first person metal gear solid mm. Cause remember how snake jumped out from an sdv and, and land on a on a dock site as opposed to the base of the rig. Yeah, yeah. That was so even going even going underneath and grabbing the guard and 
drowning him in the war was awesome. Yeah, yeah, that was cool, and that's stuff that you know those guys are really trained to do. So I I like that. I thought that I thought that was really cool, and the breaching was neat because you you have to save these hostages, and you basically have to plant explosives on the door, and then time slows down and you have to shoot the right people and not the hostages and that's kind of hard because i always i would always have a piece of freaking wood floating in my face where i couldn't see what was going on on those breaches sometimes i've noticed though when i've I've done the breaches the first guy i usually take out if you'll notice on some it'll show one guy throwing a gun to another i saw that I i always take him out before he gets he gets the gun in his hand okay and then, well, there's a couple that eventually run into you and gut you before you can finish the breach. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I make sure I make sure you get that one throwing the gun first. Right now, here's uh, here's another sort of controversial thing that happens during the game: the the Russians invade the United States, mm-hmm. and uh, you end up um, defending. Uh, oh, I think it's sort of supposed to be like a Ruby Tuesdays or something. It has a generic. <laughs> it has a generic name though. Kelly, did did you? Did you, when you were playing that those particular levels, you know, defending the Burger Town and stuff, and defending your home territory, did you feel like a real emotional attachment with the game? I was pissed at the Russians at that point. Oh, I just thought it was funny with the one restaurant being called Nate's. I just thought it's like, oh man, it's Nate's restaurant. He finally got to give his dream over to a restaurant. Now it's getting bombed and everything. This is this is a BS, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's hilarious. So, um, well, then there's also the levels where you're going through suburbia, and you know you're in the backyard with like um, with like barbecue grills and stuff, and it's you know typical nice suburban town. It looks very much like almost any Virginia Virginia town that you'll run across, and you know, and there's Russian BMPs that are blowing houses up and stuff, and I I, I know I was I was pretty emotionally involved at that point. I was I was. I don't know. I was almost feeling defeated. Like, damn, I can't believe the U.S. allowed themselves to get invaded like that. It was well, so was part, weird because when I was going oh. through that part, where I was going through any of the part, the suburban parts in the U.S., I just, for some strange reason, that stupid theme song to the to the show Weeds on Showtimes kept on going through my head. Because I was like, man, these are cookie cutter houses that all look the same, <laughs> and they have that theme song with the little boxes. Uh, I don't know if you've ever heard it, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, <laughs> it's all about the little cookie cutter houses that in the suburban like gated communities and stuff like that. So. Well, I don't know why yeah, it was that didn't, my head. <laughs> that wasn't my reaction when I saw. I mean, it did hit me a little harder than uh, than the Russian did to start off with. Mm-hmm. But then I looked at the title and I thought, you know what would be good while playing this? What I should have on in the background? I got on Google Video and I downloaded Red Dawn. What a talk about a release! That's having that it playing playing literally became the first person perspective equivalent of Red Dawn. Yeah, and you call me twisted, dude. <laughs> uh, well, I, I wrote that. like, is it wrong for me to watch Red Dawn while playing this? <laughs> I didn't shoot my own teammate, though, after he's Red Dawn, I would be bored to queue up some, like, Marilyn Manson and have some, like, the beautiful people or something like, you know, that heavy, strong bass beat. Been there. Just that guttural, you know, lyrics and stuff. 
Well, I th- I thought the level was clever. I mean, it, it was neat um, defending the rooftop of those buildings because every time I see those like McDonald's, they always have that little ladder that goes up to the roof, and it's always like, I wonder what's up there. <laughs> apparently, there's a uh, a, a auto- there's a Stinger missile cache. Yeah, there's a, there's a sentry gun and a, a bunch of claymores up there. So that's that. Now we know. Ugh. So and knowing it's half the battle. So all in all, pretty good game. I um, in fact, an excellent game. Uh, about what uh, Todd? What do you think about six hours on the single player? Uh, about seven. Okay. Yeah, it'd be more when you go up to um, if you did on regular, it'd be six or seven hours. I mean, I'm going through it on on hardened now, so it's going to take longer. What, is it more enemies, or are they just tougher? Or? They're they're tougher. You take less hits. Mm-hmm. Okay. I even try, except from no Russian. I haven't even tried the rest of it on veteran yet. Mm. It's, it's like that says in the descriptor, you will not survive. <laughs> well, so some of those levels are tough, like uh, like the they're especially like the ranger weapons, where it's like kind of a straight fight, and you're stuck, especially the ones where you're stuck in a vehicle. It's like, man, you're getting hit from all sides, and you have no freaking idea where those terrorists are at, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's very hard to get your gun turned. It will get disorienting after a while. Mm-hmm. That's, I think that might be my only real complaint about the game. Yeah. There's times you're like wondering, where the heck are they shooting from? I mean, even if you're in the right area, you won't be able to be able to find them. Right. Oh, and a very good, uh, a very good ending to the game. I thought the the ending was was good. I mean, I, we won't give away all the spoilers, but there are a more plot twists in this in this game than I'd say like an Alfred Hitchcock movie. I mean, there are main characters that get killed and, and that makes you feel bad. And usually you're playing them at the time. So that's, <laughs> that's kind of sad. And then, um, there are, you know, lots of twists, people that you think you can trust that you can't and things like that. So, I mean, I think they did a really good job with plotting. Um, I, I don't know how, again, it's, it's, I'm a little worried how the game is going to be received by the by the general public. I think the gamers will embrace it and love it. I mean, I don't see how you couldn't. It certainly was pretty awesome. So it's just mm-hmm. it depends on what happens with you know our standing in the world, I guess a- afterwards. So we'll see we'll see how that that goes out. We'll probably have to do another show. Depending, I mean, who knows? A lot of times in the mainstream press and so forth, they get really, really angry about a little sex scene, but they don't care about gratuitous violence. So who knows? Maybe they won't even notice what happened in Modern Warfare 2. They show a lot of it on the news anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and really, and I, I was talking to you guys about this before the before the um, show. I kind of thought that Modern Warfare 2 almost had sort of a pacifist feel to it. I mean, it... In one hand, you think it's glorifying violence, but on the other hand, it's kind of showing you that outside of a video game, war really isn't cool, and there are consequences, a lot of consequences, and you know it's something that if and uh, should probably be avoided. So even though they have it, um, almost like it's got a little Michael Bay style coding on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Because, I mean, some of these missions. I mean, one literally was taken from the Rock. <laughs> That, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. I think you know the one I'm talking about. Oh uh-huh, yeah, yep, yep. All right. Well, let me let me let's get to uh, let's get to final question. And the final question is, uh, um, we're going to have obviously a full review of Modern Warfare Two in print. But if we were reviewing it right now for the podcast, Todd, w- what would you score Modern Warfare Two and why? Since I'm writing the review, should I even be mentioning it? Um, well, yeah. yeah what's your impressions right now? Sure. All right. Well, like I said, first game Bruckheimer movie, second one. Michael Bay movie done right. <laughs> the the effing nuke from the first game has finally been overtaken. Oh, definitely, definitely, uh, without a doubt. I mean, well, there is an effing nuke in this game, but I won't go into any details on how that happens. Mm-hmm. Even though it was 
it was a unique way to use it. And it was awesome, the the aftermath, the, the fallout, if the, you will. More ways than one. <laughs> but, um, no, they, Infinity Ward really outdid themselves. Yeah, class got. I mean, I mean, everybody's comparing this to Halo ODST in my position. No, no comparison at all. ODST was boring, recycled, repetitive. This was constantly original. Even the first mission had its own, own perks. Mm-hmm. Went fast. I mean, I was not bored of it at all. I mean, I, there were a ton of holy crap moments that will be mentioned in my annual reviews. Yeah, def- definitely. It, it, I'm surprised at how well this game surprised me in a lot of ways. So, I mean, my concern would have been the length. I mean, I thought I heard reports it was going to be shorter than the first one. This felt about the same length. Yeah, I was I was impressed with the length. I mean, I was getting pretty tired at three in the morning, so I was kind of glad when I got to. That. <laughs> oh, I wasn't tired. At I was all. glad when I got that last mission. So, Kelly, what, what are your thoughts on the on the game if you if you were going to rate it and why? Well, I wish I got two more copies because <laughs> I have to share, and it sucks sharing sometimes because <laughs> I got three Xboxes. There's the Xbox on every TV, but I only got one copy of the game. It's like, ugh, so I don't get to play as much as I want to. Yeah, I love it. I, I love it. it. It's the one game I always preach about, storyline, storyline. This is the one game that I have to say – I can almost zone out the story and everything, and I just come so focused, centered on me, gun, bad guys, shoot. And, <laughs> and just, this is and this is the reason why I propose that we co-review this, where I do the story mode and you do multiplayer. <laughs> yeah, because I do. I I've already got hit up from my local guys in Huntington, you know, saying, "Hey, when you go on the multiplayer, I was like, let me do the campaign first. Jeez, guys." And so, because we do, we go hardcore on the multiplayer. Yeah, but you definitely want to finish the story first, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, I do. Uh, I like that. But yeah, I mean, every time I played, I got like five invites to join an Xbox Live party. <laughs> Even when I reviewed it before the twelve o'clock launch, I mean, everybody's like asking me, "How is it? How is it? How is?" It? I literally had to ter- put myself to offline <laughs> to play it. Gotcha. So Kelly, you you think it's it's rolling towards a five gem title then, or? Oh, it's a five. If we had it. 10? It would be a 10. <laughs> wow. What, what's the one movie that the football movie? It's a 10. It's 10. <laughs> it, 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 goes, it goes to 11. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pretty much does. Wow. I wish I could. I wish I could six it. Well, you know, it's interesting because, um, because I think there are a lot of games that come out that had potential to be game of the year. And I think, I think it's still going to be a run, but Modern Warfare 2 is definitely going to be in the running. I'm, I'm, I'm almost positive it's going to be in the running. And there's, it's going to be tough this year for doing the votes because there are a lot of good games, um, that are out there that I love. Yeah, but then again, remember all those that wimped out and decided to wait till Q1. Yeah, there's a lot that have been pushed through, but still, even then, it's, it's going to be tough, so. All right. Well, I think uh, if if you're listening to the show and you've played uh, Modern Warfare 2 and you have an oh crap moment that you'd love to uh, to tell us about, give us an email at ginlounge at gameindustry.com. We'd love to hear from you. And uh, until next time, uh, you know, watch your back and uh, keep your keep your guns clean. And we'll see you next time here in the lounge. Take it easy, everybody. Stay safe out there and keep your heads down. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.